0: Welcome to the off menu podcast. Taking the warm rice of conversation, the raw fish of anecdotes, um, putting that on that, and that's sushi. So, yeah. yeah. But that's a good metaphor for what we're doing today. It is. Two ingredients,
1: put them together, new dish.
0: Yes, because this is the Red Nose Day podcast mashup, James. Yes. A- a- yes. A cast are bringing you, exclusive, you, not you, the listener. Oh. You as well, if you want to listen to it. Yes, please. Exclusive bonus podcast from your favourite podcasters to raise money and change lives. So we're doing it. We're doing this mashup today with Brett Goldstein's films to be buried with. It's an honour. It's our second menus to be buried with.
1: Yeah, we did it last time. Really enjoyed it. This is The Resurrection.
0: There's loads of other podcasts doing it. Uh, Football Ramble, Help I Sexed My Boss, My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Guilty Feminist, Nobody Panic, Cuddle Club, and even more than that.
1: Wow. Wow. I'm looking forward to seeing who's mashing up with who as well. That's going to be interesting. It's interesting.
0: Like is my dad wrote a porno, going to mash up with the guilty feminist?
1: I hope so. I hope po- that the is the porno. Mashing. I hope the guilty porno, the guilty dad wrote a... Feminist porno.
0: Yeah, the guilty dad wrote a feminist porno. Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> but uh, I, I would like to petition that being made a permanent podcast. Yes, not just a one-off.
0: Please, please, please. Um, but we're very, very happy to be speaking to Brett today. Doing men used to be buried with. Yet yeah. again, we're following his format. Really.
1: Yeah, which is you know not a good format, and um, <laughs> so it is. It is. We're we're really putting our our livelihoods and our reputations in his hands here. Our lives on the line. Our lives on the line um and you know just trusting him. He's yeah. a he's a good guy. Yeah. He's a true professional. So i am sure got an Emmy. Okay. Now. He's got an Emmy
0: now, so I'm sure it'll be great. He's
1: got an Emmy. Let's not forget that. Because yeah. um we haven't had a friend with an Emmy before. It's very exciting for us. Yeah. So I'm going to bring it up I think a few times.
0: Well, let's not forget of course. That we're here for a great cause and that you, the listener, have the power to do something incredible this Red Nose Day, whether it's a little or a lot. This Red Nose Day, your donation will help people here in the UK and around the world live free from poverty, violence, discrimination and support them with their mental health. This includes helping people right now in Ukraine and the mass displacement of people in many parts of the world. Head to comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup to give what you can now. Alternatively, you can text podcast to 70210 to give £10 today. To donate £10, text the word podcast to 70210. Text cost your donation amount plus your standard network message charge and 100% of your donation will go to Comic Relief, a registered charity. You must be 16 or over and please ask the bill payers' permission. For full terms and conditions, visit comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup. But without further ado, shall we do it, James?
1: Very well read. Thank you. Let's do it. Mashup! up. Mash- oh!
2: Hello and welcome to Menus to Be Buried with the Resurrection. It is I, Brett Goldstein, and I am joined back here in aid of comic relief by actors, stand ups, writers, podcasters. Merch people, fashion <laughs> models, and scholars, please welcome to the show. It's only Ped Lambles and the Genie.
0: Yeah. Lovely. It's always lovely to see the order that you yeah. lead. With. You led with actors this time, which was great, and ended in scholars. Yes, lovely. thank you.
2: Both wonderful actors, but obviously I put them in order of importance. Welcome back to the show. It's lovely to see you both. How are you? Let's start with Ed.
0: Very well. Thank you, Brett. I'm good. It's lovely to see you. Um, we're doing this on Zoom, of course. Uh, myself and James in the same room. Um, you're not here, uh, even though you're probably, what, 20-minute cab ride away?
1: I'd say less. Yeah. yeah. He's a big
0: shot.
2: Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't be in the same room as people anymore. Yeah. It's sort of one of, my, it's one of my things in my rider. It does make filming difficult, but you'll notice all of my stuff is now just close-ups.
0: Yeah, the next series of Ted Lasso is going to be an absolute nightmare, isn't it? It suddenly cuts to you and you're just on a beach somewhere, even though it's a scene filmed in a dressing room. Changing room. I don't really understand football. No.
2: The Genie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. <laughs> a happy, happy comic relief. This time of year again. It's our favourite time of the year. If you want to donate, I mean, you really should.
0: It's a native comic relief. This, this is uh, one of the ACAST podcast mashups.
2: Mashups. Now, last time you were on the podcast, The Genie, yes. you had uh, renounced stand-up for good. Yeah. You said, I'll never do stand-up and I've never been happier. Yeah. How are you now? Uh, I think it's a year later. You ah, still feel that way? Yeah,
1: way happier, but I have booked in some gigs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you. I knew it. I knew you'd crack pathetic, pathetic
1: yeah, announcement
2: to make. Oh, I'm never doing stand-up. I knew you'd come crawling
1: back. Not as pathetic as winning an Emmy and then going and doing a half-full pub gig for no reason that you didn't have to. <laughs> I'd say that's
0: more pathetic. Yeah, that's worrying, I'd say, Brett.
1: I'd say it,
0: I, more pathetic. I will
2: never leave stand-up. I will never leave shit stand-up gigs. Thank <laughs> yeah. you very much. Uh,
0: you're both pathetic. Yeah. Um, but in different ways. <laughs> yes. James said he'd never leave stand-up and he's come crawling back and you should have left stand-up. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You don't think you deserve a nice life, Brett? You have to keep punishing yourself?
2: I feel like, yeah, and also because I think you're in danger. If you're doing, like, Hollywood acting jobs, you're in danger of being, like, treated like you know, oh, oh, sir, oh, after you, sir. So yeah. sometimes you have to go and do a gig so that you can have a room full of 100 people calling
0: you a cunt. No. just to... No, you know not I mean? at all. No. Right, after but... you, sir, sounds so lovely. You, yeah. you know how much I'd love a bit of after you, yeah. sir? Oh, I don't deserve this. I won't. Uh, uh.
1: <laughs> don't call me. Don't say sir to me. Oh, God, oh, God, please. <laughs> you know what Ted Lasso would say? <laughs> he would say, what? you know what there, uh, Roy? Sometimes you just got to be kind to yourself. That's what I always used to say. And I miss my daddy.
2: <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Wow. I thought we'd just cut to a clip then. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was quite good, actually. It was quite good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I said you were an actor, uh, James Acaster. So we'll, uh, by the same rationale, yeah. if we were to invert it, mm. there you are actually yeah. looking after your mental health and your self-respect and your self-esteem, yeah. you've done that for two years and then what? You've suddenly decided you're too good for, for happiness and you need to crawl back to stand up and get punished again? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you got bored of feeling good about yourself?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. So I was like, oh, I should probably start working again. You know, probably can't right. continue oh, to just do nothing. Is... So you should probably start working again. What's
0: this then? Huh? We've been doing this the whole time. This is work.
1: I don't get paid for this. Oh, oh yeah. Benito says, just you get paid. Benito been... always takes me one side. He said, there's a reason it's called the, the talent, James. And that's not you. That's <laughs> yeah, Ed. And Ed gets some money.
2: <laughs> no, Ed's been very clear about making sure he gets paid for this charity
1: podcast. Have you done your first gig back yet, James? No, not yet. Got any tips, you um, hardened road warrior? <laughs> you got some uh, tips for me? <laughs> just remember it's not about you yes all right yeah Yeah. it's their night it's about the team and it's about hope and kindness (laughs) believe i believe (laughs) (laughs) they're not there for
2: your opinions or your thoughts yeah they just want to hear some dick jokes yeah all right that's my advice that's they don't advice. want your unique take on anything. That's good
0: advice. I'll Elephant in the picture. room. Uh, I've never stopped doing stand-up and I've really stuck to my guns. Yeah. How's your tour going, uh, uh, Led? It's pretty good, man. I'm only four dates in as we speak and I've enjoyed all of them, yeah. which is... I mean, that's rare. Normally one in four I'm angry about, so you got you got to think <laughs> there's an absolute stinker on the way.
2: How often on a tour show... Is it, like, bad? I mean, I'm not talking to James. Obviously, all of his. But when you're a a comedian that isn't, you know, going to turn on the audience and destroy them for breathing weird, you know, when you're a comedian who respects his audience, how often have you had, like, a bad tour show? I
0: think it doesn't tend to be bad ones. It's just, like, you're used to a certain uh, level of excitement or engagement, and then it just might be a slightly quieter audience. And you know what you don't do? You don't mention it. They've turned up. They're lovely people. (laughs) Just because they're not laughing as loudly as the last audience, they've paid their money. They're they're there for a night out. Mm -hmm. You're there to entertain them, and you've got to slap a smile on. You've got to get through because you're a professional.
2: Yeah, I agree. Really? Okay. Yeah. I've
1: got uh, (laughs) three
2: million tweets
1: here that seem to disagree. (laughs) No, I'm
0: I'm not saying
1: that. I'm not saying that I do it. But he's right. (laughs) He's right. That's what you should do. Led Pamble, you have been
2: brought back to life. You have been given a second chance. But what point in your life will you come back to? What would you change? Any regrets, etc.? Same for you, the genie.
0: Now, Brett, I'm just slightly confused about the the sort of backstory here now as well, because obviously we've both done films to be buried with where we die. Then we've both separately done films to be buried with The Resurrection, where we've been brought back to life. Yeah. And now we seem to both be dead again. What happened? Well,
2: you died again when yeah. you did Menus to be Buried With. Yeah. Last Con Relief. So now you've currently been dead. Now you're
0: brought back to life for okay, more Menus. Okay, cool. Just yeah. checking, to be... just staying across it. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah.
2: The format is flawless, and it, it, I don't see any any other questions that should be coming up about it. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the, the the Series 2 backlash has already begun. Our menus to be buried.
0: <laughs> should we say what meal would we be brought back to in our lives? Just to sort of add the off-menu flavour to it? Because <laughs> it's sort of not a mashup at the moment, is it? You're sort of just doing yeah, your mash it up. Yes. Mash it
2: up. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. No, we should have discussed this beforehand. What meal will you come back to? Any meals you regret? Lead and also the genie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Probably the first time I had fondue. Oh. Blew my mind, Brett.
2: Oh, you just want to re-experience it. You don't want to change anything.
0: Just the first time I had fondue, I was in Switzerland. It was a fondue night. It was cheese fondue Mm -hmm. to start, meat fondue for seconds, and then chocolate fondue for dessert, and Mm. it's probably the best meal I've ever had in my life.
2: Wow. That does sound amazing. I mean... As you know, I don't eat anything that you would consider pleasurable. But if I did, yeah. I mean, fondue is the
1: gold standard of like, if I, were a, if I ate, oh, yeah. I'd eat if that. If you weren't just do you know what I mean? eating yeah. pockets full of carrot shavings or whatever you do. Yeah, I love yeah what love
0: it. What are you having these days, oh. Brett? What's your Hollywood
1: diet? Air
0: and light
1: <laughs> and good vibes. Uh, what
2: about you? <laughs> what about you, the genie? What meal would you be brought back to? Probably the same one
1: as Ed. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, does yeah, good. I'd like to just come back to a meal that I haven't had before, but someone else said it was brilliant. So I'd go back to that fondue meal, and I'd join in with the fondue. Who else was there that night, Ed?
0: Good. My dad was there. I was on holiday oh, with my dad. I'll get on with him. Uh, my stepmom was there. Yeah. And I think um, my half brother wasn't born yet, but my half half-sist- my half sister was there.
1: Brilliant.
2: I'd fit right in. Do you think they'd be pleased at the addition of James just showing
0: up? Yeah, I think we'd all be confused, uh, depending on. How many memories I have from before when I was resurrected? Mm-hmm. Am I sort of back in my own mind, or do I know everything that happened after?
2: Well, how old are you at this point in this story? Probably twelve, thirteen. Yeah, you're still twelve. So, and Je- but James comes at the age he is now.
0: All oh, right, I'd be absolutely baffled. I'd be like, who's this? Who's this wonky man turning up?
2: Let's start with bedroom pambles. Bedroom. First, oh yeah, you've been brought back to life to talk about meals and whatnot, and uh, people, are, they're dead excited to see you, but they, they want to know more about your food tastes, mm. and they want to know about your life through food tastes. Why do you tell a whole story around it? What, 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 why don't you just do the questions? It's mad. <laughs> I'm trying to give it some fucking atmosphere, mate. I'm trying to give it like, yes. oh, it's a magical world we're creating for for comic relief.
1: But it kind of creates more questions than it answers. It's like it's like at the end of Us when he's just like, and it was the government put him under there. It's like, well, hold on a second. Now I've got even more questions than before about these underground yes, people.
2: Yes, and then you're still thinking about it forever. Listen, this is for comic relief. We want to be in their brains forever. So they just keep, every time they think, hang on, I've got another question, they donate. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: they right. do, donate yeah. per question. Yeah. Is
2: that how it works? Yeah, every time, every time, that's a good rule. Every time yes. you listen to this podcast and you're, and you're thinking, hang on, I'm not sure that makes any sense. Yeah. Format-wise, I've got a couple of questions. Donate.
1: Donate,
0: yeah. Can, I'll just say, uh, to donate £10, text the word podcast to 70210. Uh, text costs your donation amount plus your standard network message charge, and 100% of your donation will go to Comic Relief, a registered charity. You must be 16 or over, and please ask the bill payer's permission. For full terms and conditions, visit comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup. And I do have to read that out every time we mention the donation. Yeah. so uh, yeah.
2: Oh, you read that out? I thought you were improvising. <laughs> uh, bedroom Pambles, what was the last meal you ate?
0: The last meal I ate was breakfast this morning. What was
2: it? Love a breakfast.
0: What was it? Two fried eggs, two rushes of bacon and two little pieces of gluten-free toast. Made yourself? Yes, made by myself. Absolutely. Made it in my house. I regularly have bacon and eggs of a morning. Fills me up. Keeps me going. Lots of protein. What
2: do you use as
0: oil? Yes. Depends what sort of mood I'm in. This you could host off menu. This is great. Scary, isn't it? How yeah. easy it is. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, when he said what, what, what oil do you use, I was like, oh, that's a good question. Start, that's, that, not, yeah, like, that's really good. I used um, I used <laughs> sunflower oil on this occasion, but <laughs> <laughs> if I'm feeling a bit no, if I'm thought. feeling a bit sort of leaner, sometimes I'll use a spray to make sure I don't use much oil. Oh, but today good. I thought, right. hey, we're making nice fried eggs. We'll use a bit of sunflower oil. My go-to is olive oil. Is that wrong? Yeah, it's wrong for frying things, I'd say. Yeah, Cause enough. It's a good enough. Right. Because um, the heating point isn't as high, so it can't get as hot without the flavour changing. So the Ooh. sunflower oil and vegetable oils will burn hotter and get to that point faster. Oh,
2: but aren't nice vegetables are very, very bad for you? I don't know why. But...
0: No more than... Any other oil, I don't think. Well, of course, I use coconut oil. Of course, you do, which is terrible.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, you and Tom Cruise rubbing coconut oil all over each other. Which is very high in fat, Brett. I'm surprised to hear that. I'm go for a wee. You can keep
0: talking, though. Well, it's your turn Oh, Matt. the genie, you've got to answer that. It's your fucking. No, nah, I did a you wee too badly. badly. This, at least we've done one of these already so people know what to expect. Yeah, people know this is the gist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you want to answer for him? You probably know what you ah. have for breakfast.
0: When I came in, I think James was having some poke, wasn't he? Yeah, the last meal James ate was, uh, was a bowl of poke from uh, around the corner in the... I'm going to call it off-menu towers, but um, Benito would probably call it something different, like the offices of his production company that does other things other than off-menu. But I'm going to call it off-menu towers. Uh, And he bought some some poke, which you must know about because you um, live in California a lot, right? Love it. Do you? What's your favourite? Salmon,
2: tuna, soy sauce, seaweed, flakes of some sort, corn, mango. (laughs)
0: I don't normally have mine with
2: Cho- corn <laughs> <laughs> chocolate sauce. Whatever, just chuck it all in. Chuck it as long all as on. As it's Not carbs. Coconut oils. Thank you. Ped- pedigree Rambles. Are we just moving on? are we going to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want, I don't want to be late for my pub gig. Which <laughs> food do you think should play you mm. in the meal? of your life.
0: Oh, hang on. So, in the meal of my life, what film should what hang yeah. on what food should play me? What food should play you in the meal of your life? Okay, but you know, but oh, the, I the the next question. Just yeah, I answered your first one for
2: you. What was it? Poke. Yeah. Um, so, poke. Uh, barroom sandals. <laughs> what food do you think should play you in the meal of your life?
0: No, I know but we you've asked that a few times now, and I just think the changing the second film to meal makes it way more confusing than it needs to be. <laughs> Just, uh, just answer the question. It's a very All clear right.
2: question. I'll ask it one more time, but I don't know how it can be any clearer. Which food do you think you would play you yeah. in the meal of your life? All right. Ch- yeah, chips. Chips. Right. Thank yeah. you. The genie. <laughs> You're you, push him on one? Oh, I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. He looks like a chip.
0: I look like a chip. I look like a lovely French fry, don't Fair I? Enough. A salty French fry. It's a little bit salty. Little bit salty. Uh, but people
2: I'm, love him. Is it love him? He's mainstream. Yeah. No uh, one doesn't like a chip.
0: Broad yeah. appeal. Uh,
2: you can do things with the chip. You can make it big. You can make it smaller, like he has done.
0: Yeah. You can yeah. do anything
2: you like with a chip. Yeah. But no one doesn't like a chip. What film should play you in the meal of your life, the what Genie? The
1: f- what, what food should play me in the meal of in, my life? Yeah, have what what food. Answered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a cheese string. Excellent answer. Yeah. Thank you.
0: We are a chip. We're a chip and a cheese string, aren't we? Yeah.
1: I think very cheese stringy.
2: It's absolutely right. You, you, you look similar if you stood next to each other, but one of you can very easily be stripped apart and fall to pieces. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, he's got me. He's got, he's got, got there. me there. He's got me there. I can't, I can't come back against that. He's got me. Now a
2: serious one. for the, I'm going to start with the genie here because I know you're all about love. What's the most romantic meal you've ever had, the genie?
1: Josh Whittacombe and I used to go when we were... (laughs) Right, that's not um, how anyone expected Mm -hmm. Uh, that to start. Well, when we were open spots, we both lived Mm -hmm. near Manor House and there was a place there where we'd go and and have food after trying to write comedy in the day. And Mm -hmm. Josh would never get dessert. I would sometimes order a dessert. And once I ordered just a little bowl of ice cream and they brought two spoons over and it was very romantic the way they laid it down between us. And I think every time I've ever done anything like that, like ordered something just for myself, but then they bring it over with two spoons because you're with one person, it instantly becomes quite a romantic setting, and a romantic Mm. feeling. And I think that's even meals I've gone to that are intentionally romantic never feel as romantic as that unexpected romance of the two spoons.
2: That's a really lovely answer.
0: You would have been livid about the two spoons though, wouldn't you? I can't imagine trying to share a dessert.
1: I would have been livid if I was with anyone who would take up yeah, Josh wasn't ever gonna yeah try that. Oh, he didn't ice cream. touch it. No, I was like, I'm safe here. It's fine.
0: If you're with me, we'd have to divide it straight away. Yeah, and that quite... kills the romance. So yeah. I can't, for instance, with my actual wife. Yeah, we can't mm. do that because she has taken up a new thing, which is you cut, I'll choose. Wow, like you with, cut, I'll choose. If we get a small plate of something and there's like, yeah. you know, and we want to share it, it's not like mm. both get a fork or both get a spoon. Mm-hmm. It's immediately the person who cuts it in half, is not the person who gets to choose the... Ho- it's basically what they do in big families. Mm. Here's a question for you.
2: You ever been to
1: ping pong? I love ping pong. I'm all about yeah, it. Yeah, I went there the other day. However... Two days ago, great. I went to ping pong love it. after seeing Jackass the movie. Oh, how was I it? I went to see Jackass forever and then I went to ping pong. It's was brilliant. Be- be- the best one they've done. Yeah.
0: I mean, that, uh, that couldn't, couldn't sound more like you're in 2003. Well... Uh, you I'm, you I'm, went I'm, to see Jackass the movie and then you went to ping pong. I'm in 2022
1: <laughs> and it was... It was the best jackass they've ever done. Wow. The the new blood was great. I love the new people they brought into it. It was brilliant. Wonderful. Here's the question. You go
2: ping pong with two people, you and your wife, and they bring out the dim sum and Mm. you lift up the thing and there's free. There's always free. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Well, that's why
0: we're have we a a throuple now. We've brought someone new into our relationship because (laughs) we want to go to ping pong more. Um, I'll I'll tell you what. You need to pick your battles. Say there's a char suey bun situation. There's three char suey buns. I personally only really want one char suey bun. I think they're a little bit too bready. You don't get enough filling a lot of the time. So I'm having one and I'm graciously saying, please have the other char suey bun. Because I know... You look like a hero. Yeah, I know there's shumai coming up and I love those Mm. pork and prawn shumai. Mm -hmm. So I know then when there's three there... Her guilt will kick in, and she'll say, "Well, why don't you have two of the shumai? Because I had two of the char buns." It's all, you know, it's all tactics. You need to work out before you you sign on the dotted line and get married. I'd say. I
1: tell you what, I did. Okay, this is how we got around it. Because my girlfriend and I went to see Jackass Forever, and then we went to uh, ping pong afterwards. I tell you how we got yeah, around it, the, the, the the free dumplings thing. You bring Stuart Laws with you. <laughs>
2: oh, very
0: nice. Yeah, good shout. He's available for that to anyone, right?
1: Yeah. If you, if you yeah. ever are going ping pong, just the two of you, bring Stuart Laws along with you. Cedric Bambos, the most romantic meal you've ever had?
0: I think I mentioned one meal we had in Japan and the last time um, we yeah, uh, had this. Did. But that was the most sort of romantic setup. But actually the most romantic meal on that whole trip, so it was an amazing trip, was one we didn't expect to have where we just grabbed a really nice sandwich from a convenience store. All the sandwiches are incredible in Japan. The mm-hmm. katsu sandos, you can just get them from the 7-Elevens. And then we were going over to an island to stay on this little island and it was pissing it down with rain and we got into this ferry and just ate this sandwich and like the rain was just beating down on the window and it was all steamed up and it was fantastic. Mm, Like Titanic. Oh, that's
1: sexy Titanic. I
0: wiped my hand down the window. I was like, ooh, like Titanic. Katsu sauce
1: (laughs) all the way down the window. Yeah. And then I turned around and she'd gone. With Billy Zane. And Stuart Laws walked in. Sorry,
0: mate. There's only two bits on this sandwich, Stu. I'm so sorry. You're going to have to fly home. (laughs) Got really mixed up. Avocado.
2: (laughs) One last question on the romantic meal for the genie. I'm just sort of slightly weirded out by the story. At first it sounded really romantic, but then I realised that your romance is two spoons arrive, which is a romantic idea, but you're happy because the other person ain't touching that spoon. So then you're just eating your dessert... Yeah. whilst the spoon sits... You're just staring at the person who's not
1: sharing with you not whilst staring, you eat like, all of
2: it.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's romantic, I think, is that, yeah, you realise that, you know, that work the best are when you're not both the same as each other, the opposites attract. So one of you liking mm. dessert, the other person not. That's how you know you're in a, a real romantic setting is when you eat all the dessert to yourself. Mm. OK, that says an awful lot. Cedric Lamble's what is
2: the best meal you have ever had that you never want to have again
0: and why i think there's um certain meals that are so impressive and take you by surprise surprise is such a big part of it right that you wouldn't want to have it every day or you wouldn't want to go back for it again so me and james have both been to noma in copenhagen yes which is incredible you don't know what you're going to get when you go in there they just bring out all these amazing little fine dining dishes And it's always such a surprise when they describe to you ingredients you've never heard of. I can imagine if you went back and it was exactly the same, it'd be a bit of a letdown. And when I went, Brett, I ate a duck's brain out of a duck's skull. Oh, my God. Edward. And then they banned him from the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) And I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the experience of it. And it made me feel big and tough. But I would not like that ever again anywhere else. I'm never going to order a duck's brain. Did you have to
2: like, hold the beak while you scooped out the brain? You could
0: do. I chose to do that, sure. I use every bit of the animal.
1: Oh. It's a very disturbing photo that they sent me. They, Gee we They sent me the photo of it, and it does just look like a taxidermy duck on a yeah. plate, and it was pretty mad. What about you, the genie? Best meal I've had that I'd never have again. The chick sandwich from the Northampton College canteen. I nice. ha- had them all the time. When I, uh, in my two years at Northampton College doing my BTEC in music practice, and mm. it was just you know two pieces of bread, some not very good lettuce, mayonnaise, and a witch. Or I guess the actual thing in the middle isn't a witch, The whole thing as a whole is a witch, But you know, we're talking this very standard mm. fry, deep you know deep fried chicken.
0: Tell me, it's, it's, I think all witches are chicks, aren't they?
1: Yeah, all is and chicks. Very good. <laughs> very good stuff.
0: I think it's a warlock uh, if it's a lad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I used to love it. Never, ever want to eat it again, ever. Mm. Easily never want to eat that again. But I used to be really excited about it going into college and thinking about my chick witch. Can't wait to have the chick witch. It was a, a period of, of my, my life where, what was it, late teens, suddenly I'm a bit more in charge of what I eat every day. I had to eat healthy growing up because my mum was into healthy food good honor oh i'm so sorry but i was always like oh i dream of unhealthy food and then i had this window mm-hmm. where i was just like let myself off the leash and I eat chick witches all the time and now i'm like i never want to eat that. It's disgusting
2: that's wonderful um if you're listening at home and you want a chick witch donate to comic relief at
1: oh right hang on <laughs>
0: To donate £10, text the word PODCAST to 70210. Text costs your donation amount plus your standard network message charge and 100% of your donation will go to Comic Relief, a registered charity. You must be 16 or over and please ask the bill payers' permission. For full terms and conditions, visit comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup.
2: This next question is, you know, an absolute. the format is flawless. What's the best action meal
1: you've ever had? <laughs> it's amazing stuff, isn't it? The <laughs> genie. Well, mine, Ed, Ed was at this meal. Yeah. Sli- Slippy Jenny's.
2: What are you? I don't.
1: Slippy Jennies. Yeah, remember Slippy Jennies? Tell us about Slippy Jennies. I think it was called Slippy Jennies. I think I think that's what it was called.
0: Oh yeah, no, I do remember <laughs> Slippy Jennies.
1: So it the, the, the official name wasn't Slippy think The official name was just Jenny's or Zoe's yeah. or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's in New York, and it was empty, and we went in for some lunch, a little cafe, and uh, there's a lady on her own working, and there's four of us, no one else in the restaurant, but she clearly was like, oh, oh man i really got to get them their food pronto, even though we weren't in a rush. And she went to get us our orders. And we heard her running back into the main restaurant. Really no reason to do it from the kitchen down this corridor, but legging it. And then we heard her lose control during the, the run. And and then she just staggered into the restaurant, holding the tray that was outstretched, trying to balance it while clearly losing her balance, and then just fell behind the counter, really over the top. Uh, she probably It was great. It slipped all over the place, but there was nothing to slip over. And then she just got back up again <laughs> and then served us our food. And every time we walked past it, we just called it Slippy Jetties because it was when the lady <laughs> fell over.
0: You know when you can tell someone's really hurt themselves because they get up too quickly afterwards? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: There was no moment.
0: There was no, she was literally like down and up straight away. And you're like, oh, God, she's, it was so awful. but is it, we, I mean, it was great. But it was action. Yeah, that, action that's the most that.
1: action-packed meal I've
2: ever had. That's a very good answer. Is that the same for you, Sed?
0: I had a turkey leg at Universal Studios and then went straight on the Jurassic oh, Park ride.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Love like it. Like a caveman. Like a caveman. The turkey leg yep. at those parks in Florida yep. are so yeah. good. Legit good. Yeah. Wow. When
1: I went there, Ed told me. Yeah, you got to get it. you got to get the turkey leg. And I got it, and I was like, he was not lying. This is the greatest.
2: Were you eating the turkey leg whilst on the ride, like... Going amongst dinosaurs.
0: In my mind, I was, but I'm not sure they let you on the ride with a turkey leg. I think I had to finish mm. it off fully. Maybe I was in the queue and then straight on.
2: Right, and it said if you are this height, you're not allowed to ride, and if you've got a turkey leg, you can't come either.
0: Yeah, I was too short to ride it, and then I just had to hold. But I held the turkey leg above my head, and that's what squeaked me on.
2: Would you be allowed to eat a deep fried turkey
1: leg, Bradley?
2: Yeah, that sounds great. I'd have a tur- I'd have a turkey leg. But are you allowed to? By, um, by Apple, no. <laughs> You can only eat apples. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, can only eat apples. It's contractual. But they're very nice. There's lots of different apples. People are like, oh, apples. But, you know, there's Cox and there's
1: Granny Smith. And there's the two apples and you get to have (laughs) both. You can mix them up. Can you say that in the voice of Roy Kent? Or list all the apples in the voice of Roy Kent? Cox. (laughs) Pink Lady. Jazz. Royal Gala. Royal Gala. Um, Golden Delicious.
2: Red, red Apples. Grayburn. Golden Delicious. Greyburn. 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 Greyburn.
0: Greyburn. <laughs> I mean, that's a, look, I know you've written the next series already, but, you know, it's a nice little yeah. new character trait yeah. for Roy that he loves apples and <laughs> knows all the varieties. It's not bad, actually.
2: Yeah. yeah. Of all the meals in the world, if you had to, which meal... Do you
1: think you could have made and why the <laughs> genie? Well, weirdly, I have chose a meal from a film actually that I look at and think I could make that, and it would be delicious. Go on. Is the ice cream sundae from Home Alone two that he has in the uh, in the hotel? Lovely, lovely answer. I could make it, and it would taste amazing. Um, obviously, a lot of like ice cream sundae dishes, banana splits, and stuff. I'm pretty sure I can. I don't know if there even is. Maybe he's got bananas in that ice cream sundae. I can't remember now. Although the way he eats it isn't as nice as I remember. As a kid, I remember seeing him eating it and thinking, that looks delicious. Now as an adult, I really don't like the way he's eating it. He kind of is like... Can you show me visually? Well, he's lifting a spoon up. He's got a massive bit of like, you know, semi-melted ice cream that looks incredible. And then he kind of, Mm. he doesn't do what most kids would do his age. What I would want to do now as an adult is just put it in your mouth and, eat, and just get as much as possible and eat it. He kind of like just runs his lips along it in a rather like, cause he's trying not to eat that much cause he's acting. Uh... And even though he's a kid, he's Macaulay Culkin. So he's thinking like a proper actor. He's not thinking like a little kid is getting to eat a load of ice oh, yeah, cream. He's
2: contracted. He's contractually not allowed to get bigger during the filming of Homeland Two.
0: So
1: yeah. Yeah. So it's like just a bit too, you know, the ice cream that's left on the spoon
0: it's just quite spit-infused. In- what would you do, Brett, if you were in a film where you had to eat a big ice cream Sunday and you wanted to do good acting, like wow. you were properly eating it? I'd, I'd
2: have a word with the writers and go, yes. can we change this, that he's just finished?
0: Yeah. <laughs> or he's eating a carrot. Yeah. He yeah. Really,
2: really loves he's just He's seeds. just finished,
0: and I'd be like, oh, what a lovely ice cream that was. Bit All round your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Just worried yeah. that it's going to drip in. Afterwards, scrubbing yeah, your face.
1: And, oh, I don't want <laughs> in through my pores. Oh! <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: what's your answer ledrick bambles i anything really gross and unhealthy i'm like i could put that together i think i've got the brain to come up with some deviously unhealthy stuff you know like on man versus food and stuff where you see like a burger Mm. where the bun is two grilled cheese sandwiches yeah i'm like i'd say i'm always an hour away from doing that in my life (laughs) i'm like i'm just gonna go and get the ingredients and i'm gonna make two Grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm going to get the barbecue going. I'm going to make a burger. We're going to have a bacon and oh. double bacon cheeseburger. Yeah. And instead of the bun, it's going to be grilled cheese sandwiches. And there's going to be deep fried pickles on it. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Can I uh, speak on behalf of the listeners and say, can you please do that for Comic Relief and film it and put oh. it online? He's got no, previous. Can, but I've got, yeah, got previous to saying things.
0: I'll film things and then not doing it. Yeah.
2: Have you f- filmed things and not done it for charity though?
0: No, that's mm. true. Actually, for charity.
2: Uh, if Ed does that, please donate to All Comic right. Relief. Act.
0: Oh, uh, no, we're not doing that again. What? And, um, we're not doing okay. that again. Here, okay, oh, wow. here's, here's wow. the deal. I'll do it mm-hmm. for charity, but you've got to eat a bite of it, Brett. Yeah, one bite. One bite. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't think it should be one bite because he agreed to it too quickly. It should be, uh, you should have to eat the whole thing. No way. Charity, we can share it. We can share it. I'll cut you choose. Half and half. He cut, Yeah. No, I'll cut I choose. No, don't <laughs> no, yeah, do that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah ha, that's, that's why it works. This is a good system.
2: Okay, uh, I get to bring Stuart Laws. What is the food you have pretended to like to impress people? Sedable bambles. The,
0: th- the thing is with me is I do try and like everything, but mm. there's got to be something I've not enjoyed and I've just sort of nodded along. It's more with drinks and stuff, you know. it would more be like like a wine or something where everyone's saying it's really nice and I'm like, yeah, that's delicious. But I think I'm so thick I can convince my own brain into thinking it's nice. I think if I really tell that's myself great. I'm enjoying something, I can completely trick my own senses.
2: That's, lo- that's a lovely gift. Big old thicko. <laughs> Sounds like you're very psychologically healthy.
0: No courage of conviction whatsoever.
2: Oh, yes. Got no opinions you could really call your own, but, no, a, but a lovely way to all. live. Yeah,
0: not bad. Just drifting through life, trying not to read books. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what food have you pretended to like to impress people, the genie?
1: Well, wine is a very good shout. Most wines I don't really like. And uh, <laughs> We
0: had all that wine. We went to a really yeah, posh that was delicious. Wine, I liked wine that
1: lunch once, Brett. And what was good about that, actually, about yeah. that lunch, is it did make me go, oh, I do like wine, and this is really delicious. And maybe I don't need to pretend that I like other wines that you know when people give me go, oh, this is a really great wine, James. They tell me it's great, and I have a mouthful and think it just tastes like all oh, every other glass of wine I've had. But I've got to go, oh yeah, mm, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good actually. Whereas this one, I thought that lunch that you know. those guys invited us to and I was like they own this big wine shop and like they're proper into wines these guys and I'm really going to have to black it but they're going to be able to see through me and oh this is going to be a nightmare and I was so relieved when Mm. we had each glass of wine was the best glass of wine I'd ever had and it really did taste great and I wasn't having to pretend a massive relief because I thought that was going to be a huge day of pretending and just going for the experience of like this this nice meal Mm. but um yeah, that was that was good. And I'd say like similar stuff like in terms of lying to impress people, maybe is like if I am at a really fancy restaurant, it's not that like I don't like a dish, but like if it's just not as special, you know. Often, in, if you get like a tasting menu, I find like the starters and the desserts are amazing, but the middle ones are kind of like just taste pretty normal because they're kind of doing you a bit of bit of chicken, bit of you try and make it a bit heartier, and it tastes quite normal. And I have to really like sell it the same way I've been mm-hmm. selling all the other dishes up until that point where they've blown my mind and I've been like I can't believe how good this is and then I'm having to go whoa yeah this too uh, yeah keep them coming this is great <laughs> but actually I'm thinking this is actually I can't really tell the difference between this and a normal bit of chicken I've had at home that's when I, I, I really think yeah I'm faking it to impress people
2: yeah I mean obviously I don't have fucking clue about wine I've never understood it it seems like a massive con Honey crisp Fuji <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Google those. Um, yeah, Googled good, those. He Googled those. I saw you Googled him Yeah, When we were answering the
1: questions, you just drifted thought, off somewhere else. what's he doing else. on his computer? He's yeah. Googled types of apples. Yeah, that's
0: definitely going in series four, isn't it?
2: <laughs> in my brain. Googled in my brain. OK, let's start with you, Cedric Pambles. What is the food you've never eaten that you think it's mad you've never eaten it?
0: I've got it. One of my right. own wedding cakes. That's mad.
1: That's mad. That's mad. The genie. Uh, what is <laughs> it? No, no, you've whoa, whoa, eaten? whoa! I want to de- delve into that more because I was at the wedding. <laughs> no, that, I, I introduced the cakes, and uh, I know all the He's not going to let you delve
0: into it. Otherwise, the joke, his joke doesn't work that he loves doing that. No one ever enjoys. Look at his little face. <laughs> oh, so he doesn't talk about your wedding.
1: He doesn't no, care about your
0: wedding. No, the joke is he says was mad that you've never done it, and then you say it, expecting more questions. He goes, that's mad, and then moves on. Oh, that's his joke on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking
2: hell. <laughs> we can do it. Look, Jeannie, in all seriousness, I will, uh, I will answer follow-up questions. What's the food you've never eaten that you think it's mad you've never eaten? Cinnabon. That is that mad. That is mad. All right. So. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Just expect me to, you would not expect me to have eaten it, wouldn't you? Yeah, fuck yeah. I would is. have.
2: No. okay, let's go back. Let's do it. You're right. A, it's interesting you've never had a Cinnabon. I've had Cinnabon, and it's fucking incredible. And if if I were not me, I'd eat it every day. I can't believe you've not had that. That's the best food I've ever had. Yeah, but that's
1: why I haven't had it, because I know I haven't got the self-control that you've got when it comes to desserts. Mm. I know if I discover I like Cinnabon, which I know I definitely categorically will love it, and it will be my favourite food, that I will get it every single time, and I won't be able to walk past the Cinnabon without getting one. So therefore, I have never had it because I don't want to discover how much I like it. I lived opposite a donut time for three years, and I never went in donut time. I never got a donut from mm. there, because I didn't want to discover how... Because They looked amazing in the window. I was yeah. like, if I have one, I'm having one every single day, because I live so close to it. So yeah. I waited until the week when I was moving, and I think I had about three in a week, well because I was like... I I had it. I was like, yep, these are incredible. I wanted to try a yeah. bunch. We used
0: to live ones. around the corner from Flavortown Bakery. Yeah. To do incredible cupcakes and incredible cakes. And we only realised we live around the corner from there <laughs> the last month before we left. And thank God that's when we realised. <laughs> Every week we're in there, just like, i get that one. <laughs> I don't want to try that one. These are peanut butter pie. It's the best thing I've ever tasted. Oh, wow. Peanut butter pie. Which one
1: of your cakes? So Ed had a peanut butter and, and salted caramel. It was salted
0: caramel and peanut,
1: yeah. Cake, on the, there was the top tier. Uh, one with orange. Carrot. Uh, yeah, carrot cake with like an orange kind of curd. There was something going on was there. A, there
0: was a chocolate. There's a
1: lemon curd one with, like, uh, yeah, sponge and cream on the top. There was a chocolate one, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I
0: think so, yeah. So what one didn't you have? The carrot. Why? And didn't I love have? carrot because I just didn't get any cake. And then they brought some up at the end of the night and had a tiny bit of the salted peanut one. And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever tasted. And that's, that's all I wanted. got. And it, it had all gone. And now we've got three massive wedges of lemon cake in the freezer. Still? Yeah, it's all gone stale now. When I introduced the cakes, um, which is, like, you know, a very... That's a great honour. Yeah. Um, mm. The traditional cake announcing role. Yes. Who's it going to um, go to? So honoured that it was James.
1: Yes. <laughs> I was furious he didn't pick me for that, but if you want to get a role at a wedding, you've got your on on a, on a, on a mm. specific role. It helps if you invent that role and yeah. suggest it to the couple, yeah, and then you'll yeah, definitely yeah. get it. Yeah. And everyone came up to me afterwards and went, "I want that," because then people thought. So people weren't coming up to me obviously, and going, "Great job." What they wanted, mm. they thought I was the guy who was like the cake guy. I could get them in with the cake, and they were like, "Please, I want that peanut butter brittle one that's on the top," and because they'd all seen that that's the smallest one. Yeah, because it was the top. And I was like, "I can't help you guys. I don't know how to. I want that myself, and I'm worried I'm not gonna get it, which I didn't. I mean, I I, I think think five people would have been able to have that one.
0: Yeah, they well they took some away, and then I managed to get a little. You didn't
2: even. I've seen weddings. There's always a bit where the the bride and groom stuff a cake in each other's mouth. No,
1: again, you're living in Hollywood, aren't you, mate? That's in the films. That's in the films. That doesn't happen in real life. Right. Maybe, maybe. You're thinking about...
0: Maybe you'd know what happened at weddings, right? And you wouldn't just be relying on Hollywood weddings (laughs) if you actually came to my wedding and didn't fly off to Hollywood. Yes.
1: Maybe you wouldn't be walking around going, I know what weddings are. They're big, fat and Greek, aren't they? (laughs) Listen, one of the great regrets of my
2: life is not being at your wedding. I know,
0: I know, and I know you mean that, and I felt sad when I br- brought that up that you weren't at the wedding because I know you were genuinely upset, so I apologise, Brett. Yeah.
1: I was really upset, thank you. I hope there weren't any wedding crashers at your wedding, Ed. you got to watch out for wedding crashes. Oh, no! Oh, my God. I'm assuming J-Lo planned
0: it for you. (laughs) What about the bit when they said, does anyone here have any objections? I'd imagine someone was there at the back, weren't they, shouting? (laughs) What about when the vicar
1: is acting weird and it turns out it's Ted Danson with loads of prosthetics on? Three men and a lady. Three men and a little lady. Wonderful film.
2: Wonderful film. Wonderful portrayal of the UK. Genie, yeah. What's a food you love that you don't expect
1: anyone else to like? Okay, so special salmon skin rolls, I love, and I don't expect everyone to love sushi or salmon skin, you know, you know deep fried fish skin. So that's that's up there. But also the amount that I love, I mean, broccoli gets a bad rap, gets like you know, mm. bad rep, bad rap, oh, I love- rep, rep. You know, from when you're a little kid, everyone's like, fuck broccoli. Mm. Um, the amount that I eat it now though I have it all the time in a load of different ways I really love it, love all the different types of broccoli and I'm surprised at how much I love broccoli now but then I wouldn't expect anyone else to be as enthusiastic about it
2: can you um, name all the different types of broccoli in a Roy Kent
1: boy tender stem I'll try to get into the Roy Kent thing Keely, (laughs) Keely Keely, come here Keely I don't want to be a pundit, I told you before I don't want to do it yeah. I don't want to do it with Keely. Don't. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, listen to me. Listen to me, Keely. Let's pirate. let pirate. Keely, listen to me. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and you don't have to be ashamed of me. You don't have to worry about me, Kilo. Just name some oh. broccoli. Tenderstone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's also James' impression of Brian Cox in succession. I don't know what's going yeah. on there. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Purple sprouting. Fuck off.
2: I love Boy Kent. Cedric Malambos. Yes. What's the food you love that you don't expect anyone else to like?
0: I like anything really salty, but I'll just have it by itself. So people love capers, people love anchovies, amongst things. I'll add Well, uh, yeah, I I suppose they they divide they divide people anyway. Do you not like capers, bro? People who like capers, they'll put them on a few on or whatever. I'll have a spoonful of capers and I'll down the vinegar afterwards. Wow. I love it. Question
2: question for the group. Just realised this if I'm really living my truth. What is a caper?
0: It's, I mean, it's a good question. I've never about really seen thought... a
1: podcast before. I think you said you thought it was a berry.
0: I thought it was a berry. It's caper berry. I thought
2: it was a fish.
1: No, no. it's
0: not a fish. That's an
1: anchovy. It's
2: because you put them together. I'm always like, it's yeah. just a couple of little disgusting fishes.
0: You thought they're like little brothers or something?
2: Yeah. Have you caught some capers? Uh, It's, uh, they're edible flower buds, the capers. You're very natural sometimes, you are, Jeannie. <laughs> very natural.
1: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Oh, fuck. Uh,
2: <laughs> Just kick the table. (laughs) Shit. (laughs)
1: Spill all the water.
2: All right, this one's for the two most romantic boys I know. Let's start with you, Cred. What is the meal you would cook your lover as a (laughs) test to see if you should be together? As in, you cook the meal. If she don't like it, ah, she's not the one for you.
0: Well, we went through this when we did this with films, Brett. I don't think that's a healthy way to start a relationship. I don't think any sort of tests, really. Mm. Maybe, actually... Maybe something really spicy. Maybe um, maybe put a big raw chilli with seeds in the middle of a slice that's of right, cake or something. And then if she doesn't think that's a laugh, then she's not with the right guy because I'm a prankster and I'm a legend.
1: That's actually a good answer, though. It is a good answer, Ed. Not to like, she, she, so she, because you've got to respect the prank. But like when you make something that's too spicy and the person could have just goes, eats it anyway. Then you go, ah, oh, no, I knew that was too spicy. And they could have just told me, yeah. no way I'm doing that but they've given it the old college try. They've eaten it anyway. That feels good. That, I'm with a good person.
0: Never used that phrase before.
2: Oh, so your test is I'm with a person who won't ever express how they really feel. Yes. Yeah, well, I want them to keep that
0: to themselves. If, they, if they're ever upset with anything I do, they've just got to really just keep it under their hat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will you marry me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good tip. You know, I want them to put just put on a happy exterior on the outside, but inside they're really hurting. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, it's all that you get. <laughs> Where well, riders will be, <laughs> heaven knows I tried. <laughs> Who you want? A part oh. in season three <laughs> in season, Yeah, yeah I just want to get in the Writers room, man Just I've got all these ideas You hear them popping off of me? I do Oh, you want to write on it? I, I'm talking about your acting uh,
2: As an actor One oh, episode
0: yeah, yeah. can uh, James sing the theme tune yeah. Don't mention it just You let don't me need sing to the
2: credit like that,
1: Or just let me do the Heaven knows I've tried <laughs> i mean, normal okay, yeah, yeah, The yeah. Marcus Mumford stuff And then at the end i just go Heaven knows I tried <laughs> And just after that
2: What is the meal that made you the most uncomfortable? The genie. It's when I was
1: uh, younger and family were at a meal at someone else's house and they don't normally cook. And they were like, I've just tried tried a recipe. I just thought, i would try it. I don't normally cook. And it was... My memory of it is that it was mainly like kale and cabbage and like a load of green vegetables that actually don't go that well together with loads of orange peel in it. Like they just... The orange peel, and it tasted like a compost bit. You know, someone's like just put all their scraps of food from their potato peelings and stuff into one bin, and it's like it was really bad, but to be polite, said it was nice, and then they were like, great, there's well, loads more. Do you want some more? And then nowadays as an adult, I'd probably get round and go, oh, no, I'm full, but it was great, thank you. And then I was like, well, you know, you're a teenager. Thinking, well, I've said I like it. So I was like, yeah, sure. And then I, the second serving of that, was I was physically uncomfortable and also just like socially really didn't and, and was thinking in my head. Now is this going to be a thing where every time we come they're going to be like major favourite <laughs> the
0: compost bin again? Yeah, so it
1: was very uncomfortable. It was very. I can still taste it when I think of it now. It was not nice.
0: Oh, that made you fart as well, right? Yeah,
1: I, I imagine I farted, but that yeah. was probably a blessed relief <laughs> later on. Probably enjoyed that. Send me members.
0: I was on holiday in, it was in Brazil with my family and we went to this tiny little restaurant that was basically a lady's house on the side of a mountain she cooked this beautiful Brazilian food mm. and it's like a buffet, there were a few people there and part of it was there was this like spicy vinegar mm. oil stuff that was basically like a bottle, like an empty water bottle and she put loads of vinegar in it and then loads of little really spicy chilies. Oh. and then screw the top on and just let it sit there right and then but so, pierce a hole in the top of the bottle and then that's like the shaker to get it just a little bit yeah. of this hot vinegar to get on there Sounds delicious and i got myself second helpings it was so good a big pile as a big fat boy then really really enjoyed just having huge piles of food and i sat down with it and it had been noticed that i'd got second helpings and they were like oh he's getting second helpings he must really <laughs> like it but i'd taken a lot of food <laughs> i'd taken a lot of food and there were other people there and i'd probably taken too much food and then i went to put this vinegar spicy vinegar on and the top completely oh. came off and i'd say maybe half a liter of that vinegar with the chilies went on all over my food so at this point my dad's laughing my brother's really <laughs> laughing uh and i'm i'm like well that's awful i can't I can't eat this now. It's like it's inedible. Yeah. And my dad was like, "Well, no, you've got to eat it. You've you've literally taken all this food away from these people. <laughs> like they've spent ages preparing this food. So I just had to eat it. Oh my god! I had to eat it, and I ended up <laughs> crying. I was squatting on the floor. I drank, I drank like two massive bottles of lager, just like slamming lager, just to try and get through this thing. And I was just like gone bright red, crying and sweating, just to be polite. Uh. But I was trying to be polite, but being so impolite at the same time because I was like squatting on the floor eating and farting and shouting <laughs> being tortured and going like this is awful <laughs>
2: what a horrible story <laughs> <laughs> we're now coming towards the final question uh, this one I'd say at the best of times this question's a tricky one on the normal podcast but mm-hmm. here we are the genie If you could feed a child only one food, what food would it be?
0: For the rest of their lives?
2: Uh, Okay, here's what's happened. Mm. Good friend of yours, let's say Ed, in your case, the genie, right? Yeah. Ed's had a baby. Congratulations, Ed. Thank you. Mm -hmm. He said he's made you cake announcer for the christening. Great. And he's not made you Godfather, but he said you're like a Godfather. Even though I'm going to actually assign someone much more appropriate what? as the Godfather, but you're like a Godfather. <laughs> but I'm leaving the, the baby with you, the kid. It's, a, <laughs> it's now it's growing so quick. It's toddler now. Eat solids, and I want you in this day to infuse the child with the most uh, love and make the child know this is what what food is. This is what's important in life.
1: So you make one one meal for the kid. What is it? Right, I mean, again, <laughs> again, the more you explained, the less the question made sense. Yeah.
0: I mean, donate now at 5 2 three, No, no Ray, Don't 2 just make the numbers up. <laughs> Okay, just before... I'll read it one more time before we go into it. To donate £10, text the word podcast to 70210. Text costs your donation amount plus your standard network message charge and 100% of your donation will go to Comic Relief, a registered charity. You must be 16 or over and please ask the bill payer's permission. For full terms and conditions, visit comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup. Shepherd's pie.
1: Okay, why? Just think it's a very homely uh, meal. I Mm -hmm. think it really just has to feel like that's that that's what you have at at home, right? And boring. make
0: you feel like you're home. Boring.
2: It's a nice image, you and, and, and Ed's toddler and the shepherd's pie. Yeah. Boring. Quite a heavy meal for a little kid, but
0: boring. My kid's not having shepherd's pie. Yeah, your kid you're dead. You don't have a say in this. My kid's I'm putting it in my will. My kid's not allowed shepherd's pie. But too boring. Okay.
1: Well, I guess if it was Ed's kid, I'd given them the picker's basket or something that Ed liked yeah. as a little boy. He'd like yeah. the Picker's Basket. I like
0: the Picker's Basket. <laughs> Share Starter Platter I used to have it as my main course. Yeah. Oh,
1: lovely. So, I guess if it was Ed's kid and it's in this thing up on The Godfather and he's dead or whatever, yeah, I'll give the kid the picker's basket. Okay. But if it's just a generic kid, I'll give him a shepherd's pie because I think it feels like home.
2: Well, if it's my kid, but I say, I don't like shepherd's pie, i am just—I leave you with the kid. I go, by the way, I don't like shepherd's pie. And I'm off.
0: Well, your, no, kid's, sorry, your sorry. kid's probably just got to make his way through the year's worth of beef jerky that's in the garage or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> surely. So just drowning in protein powder. <laughs> Yeah. Not Scarface. <laughs>
2: uh, bed, 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 bedrical crambles. Yes. In your scenario, you were on a tube and uh, a, there was a parent with a kid. The parent got off the tube, the kid didn't get off the tube and the doors closed. Yeah. And suddenly you're with the kid and you're like, oh shit, it's just right. you and this kid on the tube carriage. You pull in the next station and you're like, hey kid, uh, maybe. Your your parents going to come on the next train. You wait. No parent comes. You get on the other line. You go back to the Night. station. Parents not there. You, you make an go up and make an announcement. It's a nightmare. Can't get rid of this kid. And the kid is cute. The kid is like a Hollywood kid, really cute right. kid. What? And he's like, What's worse. your name, Mister? And you're like, It's uh, it's Led. And he goes, Hey, Led. Uh, I don't know where my papa is and you're like oh oh shit his anyway, left him. yeah
0: it was his mum before yeah you
2: eventually take this kid home you're like I guess this is my kid now and the kid is a little bit scared but he trusts you and the kid you've got to make a meal for that kid to, tonight you want that kid to feel want and make that kid feel loved yeah. and you want to make that kid know there's a future for him what, what meal are you making that kid before the parent comes to collect? My so God, I'm not called the, po- I'm not call the
0: police at all. No,
1: no, no. Why you, would you? You better hold on to this writing job with both hands and never let go, young man. <laughs> <laughs> never, let, never let it go. <laughs> no, because you, you've taken it as a sign from,
2: from, from God. You've gone, I guess I'm meant to raise this kid. <laughs> You're mistaken, we find out later in the book. So I am
0: raising this kid, right? He's kidnapped the kid. I've kidnapped the kid.
2: You've accidentally kidnapped a kid, believing that you're on a mission from God.
0: Is the kid young enough that they would eventually forget that they were kidnapped and I could invent a whole backstory for the kid?
2: That's your hope, yeah, Yeah, that's your hope.
0: Um, So, I don't want my kids to be fussy about food, so you've got to go adventurous early. But yes, I'd like it to be homely and warming and still delicious. Mm. But you don't want any faff later on, of, oh, Mm. I won't eat that. I don't like that. It's got bones in it. I don't like that. It's got, it's all, Mm. so, spaghetti al vongole. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Lovely. Uh,
2: For the listeners at home, what's vongole?
0: Uh, Clams. They're still in the shells. So they're going to have to pick the clams out of the shells. They're going to get used to having all that around there, you know, and it'll just make them less fussy in terms of eating. And and who doesn't like spaghetti? And also I can join in.
2: That's lovely. And um, when the parent knocks on the door three hours later, yeah. oh, thank God, um, where's my child? And you go, I just put him to bed and go, I just, uh, he didn't have the sign on him, but he's allergic to seafood. Is he okay?
0: Yeah, I say, well, go and have a look. He's, I've put him to bed, I told you. Where's his papa? Yeah. Where's <laughs> his papa? He's missing his papa. I don't know who <laughs> you are. his papa earlier. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: good stuff. Well, I think... What we've done for charity today yeah. cannot be underestimated. Yeah. The, the bravery that the two of you have shown in helping people in need is, again, not to be underestimated. Thank you. And I really appreciate it. Okay, here's the thing. Mm. Sure, I brought you back to life, and I'm glad I did. And you know what? You've been wise enough and good enough that I'm going to let you live. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, just in case something were to happen and I changed my mind, what one meal would you leave in a will in case you died again? <coughs> Lead pamphlets.
0: I'll ask the question everyone always asks. Does it have to be from, um, from the foods that we've talked about today? No, it can be a brand new one. I'm leaving my lasagna.
2: Describe the lasagna, please.
0: It's like any lasagna you would have had before, but I pack it with more flavour. The ragu is slow cooked. I put more cheese in between each layer Mozzarella, Parmesan. I put cheddar in the bechamel, even though you're not supposed to. It, mm. it just, you take it out, it stretches, it's melty, and then you leave it for two seconds and it becomes rock hard with cheese. It's a beautiful thing.
1: Mm. I've never had That's this before. Great. never
0: had it. It's lasagna. You must come over. Yes, please.
2: You must leave it to James in your, in your will. Yes. The genie, what would you like, what meal would you like to leave
1: in your will? Chorizo broccoli pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Chorizo broccoli pasta. Yeah, talked about it on the last one. Like uh, last mm. used to be buried with, my favorite favorite recipe. I will make it at least once a week. We've got me and my girlfriend have gone through stages of eating it way too much. <laughs> it always sounds good when it, when it, whenever one of us says, "Do you want truite of broccoli mm. pasta tonight?" The other one's like, "Oh, that sounds amazing." Last time I said that, uh, my girlfriend said, yeah, do you want truite of broccoli pasta tonight?" I went, "That sounds amazing," and she went. Oh, it does, doesn't it? It's pathetic how it still yeah. it still sounds amazing to us.
0: We asked we we were with them the other day and we asked uh, James and his girlfriend about it and they both glazed over <laughs> in a way that suggested we eat that so much. But they were both thinking about it and they both wanted it.
1: Yeah, it's just delicious. I was thinking Ed's doing a show with Tom Kerridge and I thought the other day, uh, I bet I could make chorizo broccoli pasta for Tom Kerridge and he would think it was brilliant. He would. I thought yeah. I bet I bet he would think it's brilliant, even though it's a very Simple dish, very straightforward. He could do it in his sleep. I bet it would still blow his mind if I made him chorizo broccoli <laughs> pasta. He could be like, this is amazing. Okay,
2: for comic relief, Ed and I are going to make a cheese-tasty double, yes. double burger bun yeah. thing that I'm going to have one bite of. No, you're going to have half of. And you are going to cook chorizo broccoli uh, pasta, pasta for
1: Tom Carriage. Look, Kerridge, if you're listening, if you're, if you're up for it, let's do it. I will happily make a chorizo broccoli pasta for Tom Kerridge he'd go, oh, that's lovely, that, that's
0: lush.
2: Yeah, would he? Yeah. Well, you two, is there anything you would like to say before you head off into your your life? It's been
0: nice to see you. Nice to see you, Brett. We're going to get you on, even though you keep keep saying you don't want to do it and that you've got nothing to say, we're going to get you on proper Mm off-menu one day.
1: Is that what you say now, that you don't want to do it? Because before there was a very long stage where you were angry at us for not having you on it yet. And now have you changed it to you're not going to do it anymore?
2: Well, no, I, I was, you know, d- deeply offended not to be asked. Yes. Didn't mean I wanted to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes but sense. But every
0: time I've ever dangled the possibility in front of you, you immediately pull back from it. That's what's always happened.
2: Because I am like, well, I mean, what are we going to talk about? What, <laughs> what, how are we going to fit an hour? The genie, Redrick Frambles, what a delight. I love you both. Love you too, Please Brett. Please have a wonderful and happy comic relief to you. Happy to you. Happy comic relief to you. Yes. Happy, 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 happy you. comic relief. Love you, Brett.
1: Heaven knows I try.
2: Minneapolis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. Always a treat to chat to little Bretty.
1: Hello, Ed. I'm, I'm the bill payer.
0: New uh, character I'm doing. Oh, right. Okay. So, do I need to ask your permission?
1: You need to ask my permission. I'm the bill payer.
0: Because, of course, you do need to ask the bill payer's permission before you donate to Comic Relief. Of course, you can go on comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup. Alternatively, if you're one of the text generation, you can text the word podcast to 70210, and that will donate £10. Text costs your donation amount, plus your standard network message charge, and 100% of your donation will go to Comic Relief, a registered charity. And let's not forget, you must be 16 or over... And please ask...
1: The bill payer! Just me, the bill payer here.
0: For terms and conditions, visit comicrelief.com forward slash podcast mashup.
1: Might be fun to start doing that as a regular character. The bill payer? The bill payer,
0: yes. Sh- should Those it be bills? a man called bill payer?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. And everyone has will ask my permission before they do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the that's the character. That could be a he, whole...
0: If there is a man called Bill Pay, I bet he makes that joke every day. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to ask my permission.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, Bill. Yeah, all right, Bill. <laughs> I like that. So yeah. Yeah, well, let's let's start pitching that to channels. Yeah. Bye. Toodle pip. Is that Bill? That's Bill Pay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont, and guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you enjoy, oh, well, um, there's another, there's a uh, another podcast just coming out. Oh no, the podcast is out now. Yeah, if people have enjoyed Off Menu, will they enjoy Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains? I don't, I don't know. There's well, there's a bit of a crossover. We talk about um, maybe you know a couple of food uh, issues. We talk about cutlery, and that's near food. We reckon it's out now. Not soon, it's now. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. If you like James and if you love Head, you might get a kick out of this. But, yeah, again, no pressure. But, um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect brands.